Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in this podcast series, we will be addressing the great apostasy or falling away. The Holy Scriptures alert us will take place before the Antichrist is revealed in the earth and the tribulation commences. This departure from the truth of God's word and trust in Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior of the world alone for salvation's eternal life promise is perhaps the exclamation point behind the many other prophetic indicators that are being unveiled before our eyes as current events mirror what has been foretold in last days, it is happening now reality. On January 24, 2020, a Yahoo News report printed this article. The doomsday clock has been set at 100 seconds to midnight, marking the closest point humanity has been to Armageddon at any point in the clock's history, according to scientists. Citing potential nuclear war and the rising of climate change, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, the nonprofit group that manages the symbolic clock, which was created in 1947, moved the timepiece from two minutes to a minute and 40 seconds to midnight on Thursday. We are now expressing how close the world is to catastrophe in seconds, not hours or even minutes, Rachel Bronson, the bulletin's president and CEO, said in a statement. We now face a true emergency, an absolutely unacceptable state of world affairs, that has eliminated any margin for error or further delay, she added. The threat of nuclear war has increased due to U.S. rising tensions with Russia, Iran, and North Korea, the group said, with various arms control treaties breaking apart over the last year. A renewed nuclear arms race could be at hand. And then, Prophecy Newswatch printed the following article entitled, 360 Billion Locust and Growing a plague of biblical proportions, written by Michael Snyder, author of The Beginning of the End. What we are witnessing in East Africa and across much of the Middle East right now is hard to believe. 360 billion locusts are eating everything in sight, and UN officials are warning that this plague of biblical proportions could get many times worse over the next several months. Desert locusts can travel up to 93 miles a day, and each adult can consume the equivalent of its own weight in food every 24 hours. These voracious little creatures are traveling in absolutely colossal swarms that are up to 40 miles wide, and they continue to push into new areas. If urgent action is not taken on a massive scale, millions upon millions of people could soon have next to nothing to eat. I have previously written about the horrors that this plague is causing in East Africa, but many people don't realize that this plague is devastating crops throughout the Middle East as well. In fact, the government of Pakistan just declared a national emergency because of these locusts, which are wreaking havoc as unprecedented and alarming swarms ravage crops. 
Shocking video shows millions of the insects sweeping through Saudi Arabia, and the swarms have been so thick at times that they have completely blocked out the sun. And video footage coming out of that country is getting attention over the world. But of course, East Africa remains the hardest hit region, and UN officials are warning that a horrible famine could rapidly develop as a result of this plague. The following comes from Scientific American. Locust swarms of biblical proportions are threatening crops across a wide swath of Africa and Southwest Asia, spurning alarm among top international officials. A major concern is famine. The United Nations is warning that mass swarms of desert locusts are endangering food supplies in Eastern Africa. In response, officials in Rome mobilized an emergency briefing yesterday in a bid to raise money noting the situation has a high potential to devolve into a full-blown crisis. It would be incredibly difficult for me to overstate the scale of this crisis, end quote. And while the locust calamity continues to escalate, the number of earthquakes is also increasing all over the world with intensifying urgency, and the coronavirus that began in China is being touted as a potential pandemic. The Guardian just recently reported that this deadly pestilence could infect 60% or two-thirds of the global population if left unchecked. As these prophetic precursors continue to unfold, the Jerusalem Post reported that in response to the Trump administration's peace plan for Israel and the Palestinians, Iranian Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei is calling for a Palestinian jihad on Israel. Khamenei called Arab states willing to consider the plan in a positive light, such as the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and others, traitorous and incompetent. The Ayatollah of Iran slammed the U.S. plan, writing, The so-called plan of the deal of the century is foolish because it definitely will not have any result. Khamenei added that it was foolish for the U.S. to sit, spend money, invite, create an uproar and unveil a plan that is doomed to failure. The U.S. will try to further their plot with bribes, weapons, and enticement, he added. The Iranian leader also said that Palestine belongs to the Palestinians and questioned how the U.S. could try to make decisions on the matter. And this brings us to the commentary I want to share with you, written for the Berean Call by the late Dave Hunt, who is now with our Lord, entitled, revival, or apostasy, because I believe it highlights perhaps the most important end-time precursor we must pay attention to. He writes, Knowing that we are in the last of the last days, with an imminent rapture of very real hope, our thoughts often, and indeed should, turn to the signs that Christ said would herald the nearness of his return. The signs that are most widely cited include wars and rumors of wars, when nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and famines and pestilences and earthquakes. These are the beginning of sorrows. Unquestionably, these specific sorrows have been both prominent and accelerating since Israel again became a nation in 1948. Since that time, the intensity and frequency of these signs have increased like birth pangs of a woman approaching her time of delivery, exactly as Christ foretold. However, the first sign that Christ gave has been largely overlooked 
and his solemn warning neglected. Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive even the very elect. Let us take a closer look at the religious deception that Christ foretold. He issued a warning, Take heed or beware that no man deceive you. Its seriousness is emphasized by being thrice dated. Its nature is specified. False Christ, false prophets, and false signs and wonders. His emphasis four times of the word many indicates a worldwide deception of multitudes. Paul issued a similar warning. Let no man deceive you by any means. He explains that the spiritual deception to which Christ referred will infect the professing church. That is evident from his words, falling away or apostasy. In 2 Thessalonians 2.3, he writes, For that day, meaning the day of the Lord, shall not come except there comes a falling away first, and that man of sin, the Antichrist, be revealed, the son of perdition. Although a true Christian cannot fall away, because we have been sealed by the Holy Spirit in new birth regeneration power, a false Christian can. But fall away from what? From the faith in Jesus Christ that he or she has outwardly professed without inward reality. Meaning that while with their mouth they profess Jesus saying, Lord, Lord, they were never born again of his spirit and transferred from the realm of sin and darkness into God's glorious kingdom of love and light. The warnings of Jesus and Paul are not being addressed to those outside the church, but of a turning from the truth from within the professing church. Other scriptures confirm this, as we shall see. Paul warns us not to be deceived into thinking that the apostasy won't come. It must. The false prophets to whom Christ refers will use their signs and wonders to support their false teaching that revival, not apostasy, is underway. Paul therefore warns us not to be deceived with their beguiling deceptions, for apostasy, not revival, must come before the day of the Lord, for it is written that it will. And this is where we must pause, beloved. In our next podcast, I will pick up where we left off today. Until then, and as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www dot agape light ministries dot com again that's www dot agape light ministries dot com